but I want you to do the intro. It's like your podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's our podcast. Yeah. But like, I don't know. You proposed it. You got first intro rights. It's the way it goes. God damn it. Are you serious? <laughs> I didn't have the tab open until this second. We already burned through one twentieth of our time. Is this what you want to do? This is the kind of podcast we're running here. Welcome to HNTLDR. It's December 10th. Kenny, how's it going? Oh, pretty good. Good to be here. Thanks for the introduction. Thank you, fellow co-host, who is also the worst podcaster in the history of time. <laughs> we got a lot of great yeah, stuff for you today. If, if somebody starts listening today, they might give up after the first 30 seconds. <laughs> I mean, how many seconds of silence is it? Or is it just me whining continuously for the first 20? It's, it's you whining for the first 30 okay. seconds. And right. then you noticed. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. Inside baseball. Uh, there is a what? lot of interesting news that, I, that isn't necessarily something, stuff worth commenting on. Uh, but just stuff that I wanted to kind of power through. Uh, okay. Elon Musk moved to Texas. Mm. No state That's income tax for him. No state income tax. They did this whole uh, series of commentary on his set of conflicts with California, uh, including his lawsuit against Fremont for not letting them open their factories. Just reminded me of the good old days back in March when Elon said this would be over, COVID would be over in April. A lot of good, <laughs> lot of good stuff. Good times. Uh, Hyundai bought Boston Dynamics. Oh, yeah. A billion dollars. That's pretty yeah. crazy. Which is wild. I don't know. I don't know if a billion is even what I would have expected. It seemed kind of low. That's true. Yeah, considering that they seem to have the most public best robots. Yeah, I mean that YouTube channel is killing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that monetization is must be off the charts. Uh, Mapbox GL went closed source. I don't know if this one crossed your radar. I saw the headline, but I didn't really investigate further. What, why, and what does that mean for anybody? So it's a JavaScript library for embedding, you know, Google Maps style maps into your website, but it's, you know, all been open source. Uh, and they just announced that they're going to launch a V2 uh, of the library and it's going to be totally closed source. Um, I read a Interesting. thought piece on it that was, uh, was really good. Um, called the death of an open source business model, uh, which compared Mapbox, which is an actual company, they're trying to do the open core model where they've got a free, you know, open source offering that they basically offer a hosted version of, and compared it to what uh, MongoDB did, uh, where MongoDB went open source, had a hosted offering, and then started um, their, you know, Amazon and Microsoft started eating their lunch basically when they started. Uh, offering their own hosted MongoDB services. Mm -hmm. um, and so they basically switched to these kind of like, they wrote their own licenses that basically just, uh, the term he used was they just made the library radioactive to any company big enough to have a compliance department. Um, <laughs> and it's like these untested licenses, you know, you never really want to, you know, it's hard to pave new ground in the license game since it all just comes down to like the, the subtleties of wording uh, in terms of how well it holds up in court and whatnot. Um, interesting. Okay. Very interesting. This guy is uh, contending that uh, the open core business model is essentially dead at this point. Uh, so that 
that article, if you want to look it up, is uh, the death of an open source business model. That is very interesting. I will definitely read that. Uh, and then a couple more quick ones. Uh, Sony acquires Crunchyroll. No idea how that's going to figure into this, but I assume it'll be uh, a highlight feature of Sony Plus when that launches in a, in a few years. <laughs> and I'm there for it. Wait, what is what is the company that they bought? Crunchyroll. It's like the I Netflix of anime. Oh, okay. I see why I have not heard of it. Yeah, yeah, that checks out. By the <laughs> way, I've got a lot of anime suggestions for you. I'm gonna. There's hope for you yet. Wow. Okay. All right. What do you got? Okay. Um, on the front page right now, a follow up, <laughs> real time follow up from yesterday <laughs> when I was complaining about. Uh, how cool Typefully was. The number two article on Hacker News right now is titled Getting Our First Thousand Users in One Day. And it's an article written by the Typefully people, the Typefully people, uh, bragging about how well they did on Hacker News yesterday, which is now on the front page of Hacker News. So that's even more upsetting. The rich get richer, man. The rich get richer. <laughs> um, did you read the, uh, read the article all the way through? Uh, yes. Numbers were pretty interesting to me. 6K views, page views from Hacker News, and about 2K each from Twitter and Product Hunt. Yeah. Uh, I liked how he put uh, the Twitter launch. He said, uh, when it comes to Twitter, we've been building a following there for some time. So it was a matter of publishing the right tweet at the right time. Uh, I went to his account, and he's tweeted 20,000 times. So, and you know, in the last 11 years, and it's, you know, the most understated way of uh, describing that fact. That is really funny. I did not know that he has tweeted that many times, but I do follow him. So I knew he was a, he was big on the Twitter game. He is indeed. And they are, those guys are just very smart on their, their work with Mailbrew has been really good. Yeah. I just assumed Mailbrew was a much bigger thing or launched by, I don't know, people who were more established or had, you know some bigger following for some other reason, maybe an open sourcer launched it or something. Um, but yeah, yeah Melbourne is smaller these, than I thought it was. Yeah, just like these two guys or maybe three. Yeah. Two, he, two main guys. You know, he keeps on, uh, he publishes his current MRR in his Twitter bio, which is the most, you know, indie hacker thing of all time. That's true. Um, yeah. So they're at 4K MRR. Um, Interesting. Okay. More modest than I would have expected, given how much it's come up in our conversations. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I just talk about them a lot as a reference because I'm so impressed with how, how they've done. Yeah. Probably I talk about them more than other people do. But that uh, that's the Mailbrew update. Uh, the other the other pretty fun one, oh, well, before I get to the last one, um, the, the number one post on Hacker News right now is called Cameras and Lenses, and it is an uh, uh, explorable explanation article. It's like super long. It's like, 40 printed pages worth in length. So I have not actually gone through it all yet, but I just did the first couple. I was going to segue into this animation. uh, By saying, you know, speaking of things you talk about in inordinately (laughs) large amount, uh, how about this Brad Victor style (laughs) cameras and lenses, you know, blog post. Yeah. And this uh, is very victory. Yeah. Even down to the sliders. Yes. Lots of sliders. And it even worked great on my phone. I was like reading this before I got out of bed. And uh, huh. it was it was all just super good. That I, is pretty impressive. Yeah. 
I got about halfway through it. I stopped right when he was getting to uh, lenses. <laughs> so mm. oh wow, that's that's further than I've made it so far. Yeah, so so good. I I just don't even know how you do some of these animations. It makes me wish that I was fluent in WebGL or whatever he's using for these. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's true. So yeah, super. That's super good. If you if you like Brett Victor, I mean, that is a phenomenal example uh, of how to do like a good educational resource that's augmented by interactivity. Definitely, yeah. And it, it seems like the first one that's really taken off in mass. I mean, it was just it was posted late last night, and it's it's crossed the one thousand points yep. threshold as being a big deal on Hacker News. Yeah, even only having been posted for two hours it made it onto the HN Digest because it was already at 200. Oh, wow. So oh, from yesterday. That's yeah. interesting. So I got the HN Digest six hours ago, and it's number 30 with 155 points. So it's been it's been cruising. Wow. Uh, um, something else that caught my eye here is yeah. the new guide to uh, for selecting a, an analytics service for startups uh, from okay. Satchel. This, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but Satchel is... Uh, basically trying to be the wire cutter for SAS. Mm, um, mm -hmm. So they launched, you know, with just two super well-researched, maybe three super well-researched blog posts, essentially, back in May. Um, the best banking service, essentially, for uh, startups, and then the best incorporation service. So comparing Stripe Atlas and Clerky, all of those, and did these deep dives into, mm. uh, you know, of a comparison. Uh, and now yep. they've now launched... Uh, to include kind of recommendations for CRMs, knowledge bases, payroll services, project management, and uh, they're they're I think a nonprofit company. Uh, they started they got into YC you know with a totally different concept. I can't remember what it what it even was, and they just started you know they got hung up trying to solve make these decisions and ended up just pivoting to you know trying to build this site. Um, wow, it's super well designed, looks kind of stripey with the kind of like gray and purple thing going on. And yeah. uh, if you're starting a company, um, I've, I've referred to their articles many, many times trying to make these decisions. That's very cool. That's a great example of really solving your own problems, mm -hmm. pivot to solve your own problems. Uh, sweet. Uh, the, the, other, the other big one that is both yesterday's news and today's news is, uh, is Facebook is in a bit of trouble. <laughs> Oh boy. I um, honestly accidentally skipped that article. I just mentally filtered it out as I was reading through HN Digest because <laughs> I feel like there's one of those every other day and yeah. like they're always at the top. And I'm just like, as soon as I see Facebook or Google sued or fined or whatever, I'm just like, all right. Okay. Yes, <laughs> what is it? That's true. Time? But this is a big one. This is uh, 46 states suing uh facebook for the big this is like the big antitrust violation which in the in the filing calls for facebook to break up instagram and whatsapp and it's backed by 46 states and 48 attorneys general uh and it's wow. uh it's like the big it's like the big one <laughs> now whether this has any chance of actually making it is going to be an interesting question but like this is the one that they were waiting for. And oh. I, can't, I can't get over just how silly, like I can picture this event at Facebook happening so well, 
which is about the email that Zuckerberg sent. Um, do you know about this very particular email that I'm referring to? No, I don't. Um, okay. I did a bad job not preparing it, so I'm going to stall for a second while I get the exact quote. Okay. Um, but what are your immediate thoughts about whether this antitrust lawsuit is going to work? Oh, I just have just shockingly little faith in the ability of the legal system to stop big tech from doing what they're doing. I mean, so the FTC brought this case to, you know, that that's the headline is, you know, whatever FTC sues Facebook for antitrust violations. Yeah. Like what, what do you mean these other states are involved? Like, is it uh, that is a legal federal? question beyond my understanding, but somehow they're all like suing them. They have the backing of all of these states and attorneys general. Ah, okay. Yeah. Following a lengthy investigation in cooperation with the coalition of attorneys general plus DC and Guam really piling on. <laughs> I think I've hit the, uh, the limits of my stalling abilities. So uh -oh. you know, whenever you're ready here, or I'm I can talk so about close. another story. Okay, talk about another story, and let's come back to this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got one that I'm going to try to do while, to while doing this research. I'm sure that'll work that great. Their, their secondary issue is that Facebook, Messenger, and Instagram are down this morning. <laughs> so they're having a really tough 24 hours. Yikes. Okay. And, uh, I actually didn't hit these. I, didn't, I haven't hit any of these problems, but the, the headline is Facebook, Messenger, Instagram, and WhatsApp outage. Uh, has been going on for the last six hours here. Incredible. Well done, guys. FTC is seeking a permanent injunction injunction in federal court that could require divestitures of assets, including Instagram and WhatsApp, but not Messenger. I wonder if I wonder if they're laying out in detail what they're requesting. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I guess because Facebook like made messenger and didn't buy it oh uh, well i thought they did buy messenger um i don't think so i wonder why i thought that um okay i have the quote here in the final moments of this 15 minute podcast and this is just i can just imagine the story so well uh Zuckerberg sent out an email that said, one way of looking at this is that we're buying time. Even if some new comp competitors spring up, it'll give us a year or more to integrate their dynamics before anyone else can get close to the scale again. Okay, so that was his initial email about why he's making the purchase. This is in the, in the filing. Mm -hmm. And then 45 minutes later, Zuckerberg sends an email stating, I didn't mean to imply that we'd be buying them per to prevent them from competing with us in any way. That was just like a follow-up. Like he, nobody replied to him. So it's it's just so clear that like the lawyers like ran to his office and told him, you have to send a follow-up email saying that you did not mean to imply that you're trying to do anti-competitive behavior. <laughs> wow. And I can just picture that happening like so clearly. That's... And that is one of the heart of this investigation. This is like their their smoking gun is this follow-up email that he sent, which says that they knew that they were, the fact that they were trying to hide it with this follow-up email means that they knew what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
that is hilarious, but also a little circuitous. I feel like I don't know. I have very, I still have very low hopes. You know, maybe in yeah. uh, episode a thousand, uh, <laughs> we can do a post mortem and see how this lawsuit shakes out. True. Well, that's okay. our time. That's our time. See you tomorrow. All right. That's a wrap.